get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four hour late Over fifth stop, I flush out Red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover This is getting colder And I ain't got time and I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people Look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network Ever so, so gentle, so 
reach up and snatch that bread. Get the fam fed. Get it like a man, like my uncles and pops would if they had the chance. Or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn, all I can be, I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is big. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was off with that cheese like a new gift. Everyone be crucial I can never break You will never see me do so Resolution I will always be on top Like resolution Got the life Cause I'ma shine bright Pump the music baby It's a revolution Feel the music baby It's a resolution Pump the music baby It's a revolution Rain in the windshield The wiper blades Got me dazing off In outer space Working out my next chest move a hole in the game to break through In the meantime, I just grind and play dude Rhyme and say you rather die than shot you Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise The face and egos so are much better than you My flow is clever fight, so I can never lose And you know it won't stop Till a brother talking shop In an office with a view And a 30-story drop And a pretty girl or two Saying, man, we take your shoes Clever, welcome to the top Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play it Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me
feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that, I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line Checking out what you understand, and we understand, and you and I understand. Incorrect information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. So, as always, we are looking to correctly apply that correct information here at the foundation. <laughs> I'm sorry for starting the show laughing, but hey. You know, life is gorgeous. I offer no excuses or apologies. Today's episode is called The Secret of the Private. Shh, shh. Hey, hey, shh. You want no secret? Hey. I got a secret for you. But first, I want to start off by saying all thanks, praises, honors due to the creator and the ancestors. 
obviously. I also want to say peace, salute, shout out to my big brother. I like to call him the uncle of the conscious community. He is the one and only Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator, SPC.PrivateSideSolutions.com. If you're looking to do your secure party creditor process, you know, I'll talk about that stuff, discharging and bonds and, 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 and bills of exchange and letters of credit and and treasury accounts. You know, go to spcuniversity.privatesidesolutions.com. I stay in my lane. I stay in my lane. I stay in my lane here at High Frequency Radio Network. So shout out to the big brother. I would also like to welcome you to check out welcome to the foundation.com. I said it fast. Cause I'm quick. I move like the lightning. <laughs> Make sure you check out welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. You get your hands and eyes on that exclusive content and them exclusive offers only offered to those on the email list. While you're there, make sure you sign up for the PDF section. Get your free learn on, grab and go. Come back, grab and go, learn some more. I mean, you know, just download and dash. Download and do your dance in that PDF section. And if you so choose, check out that education tab. We've got the Passport No Social, part one, part two. But the Chris L came through, did his dance, you know. How to obtain the passport without the social. How to use the passport without the social. Part two is also known as a shake and bake layup. Shake and bake layup. Shake and bake. Break your ankles. Ankles broken. Broke your anklet. Make sure you also get your hands on that foundation trust primer. Over 18 documents handpicked by yours truly. As there are over 80 different types of trust and people be like, what are you talking about? You must explain. You must. And usually I do, but to make it easier, grab that trust primer. They're PDF documents. They're in a zip folder. They will, they will be emailed to you expeditiously. If you understand what I mean. Also check out that foundation trust series part one part two part three for the visually inclined audio visual learners powerpoint presentations supreme court case law internal revenue code black's law dictionary definitions bouvier definitions might be up in there i don't recall but i suggest that you check it out all of these Offerings are available at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com in the Education tab. And once you did that dance, if you're so inclined, if you do enjoy the social media dances, there's so many of them, but we are on the Facebook dance. We're in the Instagram dance. We do that Twitter dance. Occasionally, we do that Clubhouse dance. You can find all of that. At welcome to the foundation.com if you're so inclined. And finally, you can make a donation at your leisure. You can book a consultation at your leisure. That's all in the same spot. That is welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. 
of the show, The Foundation. That would include all of the live listeners, the live callers, the live internet listeners. I see you. Archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, however you're checking out the show. I know there's a lot of different podcast apps, a lot of different ways to check out the show. Either way, we appreciate you checking out the show, however you do so and whatever medium you choose to do so. I want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training, getting a trustee training on, doing their dance. Shout out to y'all. See y'all on Sunday. As well as all those invested in their private education. And finally, I would like to say peace to anyone we have done business with in the private via consultation or otherwise. Anyone that has sent an email, well wishes, or current event, or otherwise added to the foundation. Yeah, you're one say peace to you. Peace to you. Yeah, you're. Absolutely. So thank you very much for you add hey, hey, shh, shh. You want no secret? The secret of the private? We're gonna get into that. We will definitely get into that. But first, we're going to get into these current events. And I know you're talking about it. I know it's the, the big thing that's being spoken about at the basketball court, at the water cooler at work, maybe even in the bathroom. You in the bathroom, you trying to do your dance in the bathroom. Someone come in the bathroom to get too close to you. First and foremost, you're too close then they get to talking to you like we having a conversation at the campfire family. We in the bathroom trying to relieve myself. And they come in and they're like, oh, oh, you hear about these current events? Apparently, according to the New York Times in a milestone, Schumer proposed federal decriminal- decriminalization. I almost tore that up. Decriminalization of marijuana. Washington Senator Chuck Schumer of New York proposed legislation today to decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. What? what? I know people in California are all up in your bathroom talking about this stuff. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I'm talking about people in the bathroom. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> where's, where's your mind? Where's your mind at? It's in the bathroom. <laughs> My bad. Putting his weight. As majority leader behind a growing movement to unwind decades-old war on drugs. Remember? Some of y'all might remember. I, I, I remember seeing clips of, you know, the war on drugs when it began. It was Ronald Reagan and then Nancy Reagan jumped up in there. But I also remember the Reagan, he, he did a commission trying to figure out where the taxes were going. It came back to the taxes, didn't go to pay the national debt, I'm sorry, or any services. They were going to pay the interest on the national debt and some other nefarious things. I remember remember seeing clips of Mr. Ronald Reagan, the former president of the United States, getting popped in the belly. Attempted assassination. My man got well. As soon as he got better, war on drugs. He was they was all in the hood. But hey. I digressed a little bit. I apologize. Apologizzle, the draft bill called the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. They're going to take the opportunity to federally tax it, just so you know, would remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act and begin regulating and 
uh, taxing it, placing federal rules on a burgeoning industry that has faced years of uncertainty, though states would still be allowed to set their own marijuana laws, businesses and individuals in states that have legalized its use would be free for the first time to sell and consume it without the risk of federal punishment. The proposal would also try to make recompense to communities of color and the poor for damage from years of restrictive federal drug policies. It calls for immediately expunging nonviolent marijuana-related arrests and convictions from federal records and would earmark new tax revenue for restorative justice programs intended to lift up communities affected by, quote, the failed federal prohibition of cannabis, end quote. How you feel about that? How you feel about the federal legalization of the bang, bang, pow, pow, chief, chief, or as some would call it deciduous, some call it conifers. It's up to you. There's a lot of, a lot of slang terms to, to describe said plant. But no matter how you describe it, I know there's a lot of people talking about this. They're running up on people in all places. The bill aims to finally turn the page on this dark chapter in American history and begin righting these wrongs. Senator Cory Booker, he's that bald-headed Democrat of New Jersey who wrote the bill for and with Mr. Schumer and Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat, 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 of Oregon and the chairman of the finance committee the legislation faces an uphill battle in the Senate where Republicans are opposed and it is unlikely to become law in the near future President Biden has not endorsed it and some moderate Democrats are likely to balk at the implications of decriminalizing a drug that has been policed and stigmatized for so long but in the arc of the public's rapid reconsideration of marijuana laws The presentation today was a remarkable milestone for legalization proponents. The suggestion that the Senate's top leader and the chairman of the powerful finance committee would sponsor major decriminalization legislation would have been fantastical in the not-too-distant past. In speech on April 20th, the unofficial holiday of marijuana smokers, Mr. Schumer said he was trying to prod Washington off the sidelines of a debate in which much of the country was already engaged. Public opinion polling suggests that nearly 70% of Americans support legalizing Mary Jane. The 37 states of the end, sorry, the District of Columbia have legalized marijuana for medical use in 18 states plus D.C. allow recreational use by adults. Mr. Schumer has also made no secret that he believes Democrats stand to benefit politically from embracing the legalization push, particularly with young voters. Quote, hopefully the next time this unofficial holiday of 420 rolls around, our country will have made progress in addressing the massive overcriminalization of marijuana in a meaningful and comprehensive way. End quote. He said in April, the senators were expected to detail their plans later. And they did so at a press conference. They 
also proposed empowering the Food and Drug Administration and the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax Trade Bureau at the Treasury Department to begin regulating the production, distribution, and sale of the chop suey, removing the Drug Enforcement Administration from its current oversight role. Among other implications, the changes would allow... Marijuana companies already operating in the states where it is legal to gain full access to the United States banking system. Y'all know this is a money play, right? I mean, it's, you know, hey, hey, it's a long article, yo. It's like, it's mad long. I'm not going to finish it. Bottom line, the headline is Schumer proposed federal decriminalization of marijuana, but I want y'all to peep game. Where'd it go? That... Senator Ron Wyden is a Democrat of Oregon, and he's the chairman of what? The Finance Committee. Finance Committee. Yeah, they need that paper. They need that paper. Associated Press Powell says inflation. This is a, we got a magic word today. It's called inflation. <clears throat> it's going to be a magic word for a while. Anytime you hear the word inflation, I want you to sing along, sing a song, song, sing. Powell says inflation, though elevated, will likely moderate. Okay. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell suggested today that inflation, which has been surging as the recovery strengthens, will, quote, likely remain elevated in the coming months before moderating, end quote. At the same time, Powell signaled no imminent change in the Fed's ultra-low interest rate policies and Written testimony he will deliver, I'm sorry, he delivered today to the House Financial Services Committee. Powell reiterated his long-held view that high inflation readings over the past several months have been driven largely by temporary factors, notably supply shortages and rising consumer demand as the panorama-related business restrictions are lifted. Once such factors normalize, Powell said, inflation should ease. It should ease. Shooties, 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 pal. Romy, Romy, Rome, shooties, shooties. Yet the Fed chair <laughs> did not repeat in his testimony an assertion he made three weeks ago before another House panel that inflation would, quote, drop back, end quote, to the Fed's target of 2%. The Fed has said it will keep its benchmark short term rate pegged near zero until it believes maximum employment has been reached and Annual inflation moderately exceeds 2% for some time. Fed officials have made it clear that they are prepared to accept inflation above this target to make up for years of below average inflation. Or, in my opinion, this is me talking, this is so. They knew inflation was coming and they just wanted to get ahead of the ball. The Fed chair also suggested in his testimony that the economy is, quote, still a ways off. From making the substantial further progress that the central bank's policymakers want to see before they will begin reducing their $120 billion monthly bond purchases. Those purchases are intended to keep long-term borrowing rates low to encourage borrowing and spending. Powell's remarks coincided with the government report today that showed wholesale prices, which businesses pay, jumped 7.3% in June from earlier in the year, the fastest 12-month gain on record from records dating back to 2010. In another sign of intensified inflation pressures, the government said that 
Prices paid by U.S. consumers surged in June by the most in 13 years. It was the third straight month inflation has jumped, excluding volatile food and energy costs. Why? Why would they exclude food and energy costs? Why? 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 Because the number would be higher. Yayer. So-called core inflation rose 4.5% in June, the fastest paced since November 1990. Wizon, man, that was a while back. That was a while back. Associated Press, here we go. Wholesale inflation over the past years jumps by record amount. 7.3%. The Labor Department reported today that the June increase in its producer price index, my bad, which measures Inflation pressures before they reach consumers followed a gain in May was the largest one month increase since a 1.2% rise in January for the 12 months ending in June. Wholesale prices are up 7.3%, the largest 12 month increase since the government began the current series on wholesale prices in 2010 ever, ever. It's the largest increase ever. The news. On wholesale prices followed a report Tuesday that consumer prices increased and are up 5.4 or 5.5% over the past 12 months. 13 years airs. Let's move on. BBC News. Let's jump across the pond. Let's go. Inflation. Used cars and food push U.S. prices higher. Even the British, the British, the British know. Proper. They know it's proper. Consumer prices jumped five and a half percent. That marks the twelve month increase since August two thousand eight. It's the largest, according to the United States Labor Department, inflation, which measures the rate at which cost of living increases. That's what inflation is, y'all. It's the rate by which cost of living increases. But wouldn't you consider energy? And food to be costs of living, and why would they exclude those? Because the numbers would be high. They would be much higher, definitely, definitely, double digits. I'd say around maybe even 19, 20 percent if they exclude, excluded those. That's why they are excluded. My bad, I digressed again. Yeah, you're. It has sparked fears that prices are increasing too quickly, which could prompt. The Federal Reserve to push up interest rates or pull back on panorama support earlier than expected. However, some economists and the Federal Reserve say that the inflationary pressures, 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 the pressures will be temporary. Used vehicles accounted for one third of the increase in the consumer price index in June. The Labor Department said yesterday prices also reflected a broader surge in consumer demand as restrictions eased. With costs of meals in restaurants and cafes, hotel stays and airline tickets all rising. Last month, inflation is the rate at which the prices of four goods and services increase. It's one of the key measures of financial well-being because it affects what consumers can buy with their money, which is actually fiat currency. If there is inflation, money doesn't go as far. Very, very simple explanation. It it's expressed as a percentage increase or decrease in prices over time. For example, if the inflation rate for the cost of a gallon of gasoline is 2% a year, motorists need to spend 2% more at the pump 
than 12 months earlier. If wages don't keep up with inflation, purchasing power, and the standard of living falls. Falls. You had to go all the way across the pond to get the true and corrupt definition of inflation. Aye. Stripping out costs of energy and food, which can be more volatile, the core consumer price index surged four and a half points or four and a half percent on a year on year basis. The price gains were, quote, widespread as unleashed pent up demand outstrips diminished supply, end quote. We believe this will be the peak in the annual rate of inflation. Experts also pointed out that prices could also be rising because of temporary factors such as supply chain bottlenecks and global shortage of semiconductors as production, production, my bad, production ramps up. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Oh, BBC. Proper price rises speed up again as the economy on. Locks. The UK inflation rate hit 2.5% in the year of June, the highest for nearly three years, as the unlocking of the United Kingdom economy continued. The rate is higher than the Bank of England's 2% inflation target for a second month, which will fuel the debate about whether interest rates need to increase. Next, CNN Business. Why inflation may not go away anytime soon. I thought it was a transitory. Romy Rome. Rome peasy. Said it was transit easy. America's finance chiefs don't think inflation will go away overnight. Chief financial officers on average expect higher than normal cost increases to persist for 8 to 10 months. According to a Duke University survey released today, some worry inflation will linger longer about one in four Chief financial officers expect elevated costs to last through most of 2020. Dose. The vast majority of executives in the Duke survey indicated they have passed along cost hikes to who? Huh? To the customers. The findings suggest that Americans may not get relief anytime soon from surging consumer prices. Consumer prices spiked in June by the fastest annual pace since 2008. Prices for used cars, washing machines, and hotels <laughs> skyrocketed. I'm in a good mood even though we all paying more for everything that we need at the store. Key measure of inflation post biggest 12-month jump on record. CNN Business. U.S. wholesale prices posted the Biggest 12-month increase on record. That's bad news. But the U.S. economy offered some rare good news on inflation today, too. Costs didn't rise as much in June as they did in May. Oh, okay. Cool. That's that's great. Did they didn't, what? They didn't decrease, though. Did they decrease? Oh, raising hopes that prices could be leveling off or even retreating. In some cases, I don't believe you. You need three or four more people. The producer price index measures prices paid by businesses rather than consumers. But they just said businesses are passing the prices on to consumers. So what does it matter? Any increase typically are passed on to consumers at the retail level. Wholesale price increases have fed growing concerns about inflation as the economy tries to return 
to normal. Let's return to normal. Can we return to normal? What is normal? This is a new normal. Weren't they talking about a new normal? I don't know. BBC News. House prices set to continue rising as supply shrinks. The shrinking supply meant the number of new properties coming to the market fell by a third in June. This isn't just happening in the United States. It's happening in, in most developed countries. Demand from tenants rose in June, boosting the rental market and pushing up rent costs. A net balance of 60% of surveyors noted a rise in demand, up from 48% in Mize. Man, need to build more spots. ABC News, Yellen, failure to raise the debt limit would be catastrophic. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, all in your face, told a congressional panel today that failing to raise the federal debt ceiling would have catastrophic consequences that could bring on a financial crisis. Testifying before a Senate Appropriations Subcommittee, Yellen said in response to questions that it is important Congress not delay in dealing dealing with the debt limit, which has been suspended for the past two years. That suspension is due to expire July 31st, when the limit will go back into effect at the level of debt at that time. The debt subject to the limit currently stands at $28.3 trillion. It has risen sharply over the past year as Congress has approved trillions of dollars in support packages to combat a recession caused by the panorama. Senator Chris Van Holen, Holland, Helen, I tried. He's a Democrat from Maryland. Asked Yellen what would occur if Congress were to fail to either raise the debt ceiling or suspend it for a period of time so that the government could keep borrowing to meet its obligation, including making interest payments on the national debt. Failure to make those debt payments would result in the federal government defaulting on its debt obligations. Something that has never occurred in United States history A standoff on raising the debt ceiling in 2011 Resulting in a first ever downgrade on a portion of the federal government's AAA bond rating By the Standard & Poor's rating agency Yellen said defaulting on the national debt should be regarded as Quote, unthinkable Because it would have absolutely catastrophic consequences That could precipitate a financial crisis Quote, I would plead with Congress simply to protect the full faith and credit of the United States by addressing the issue before the July 31st deadline, end quote, the Treasury Department is able to use bookkeeping maneuvers, bookkeeping maneuvers. What y'all know about them bookkeeping maneuvers? Did you even know that that was a thing? It's possible you didn't. But such as temporarily dis disinvesting government pension accounts to keep the government from broaching the debt limit but those measures can only buy a limited amount of time Yellen said she could not give an estimate for how long the emergency measures might last outside groups have estimated that the treasury's emergency measures would likely be exhausted by sometime this fall Yellen said it's hard to make an accurate forecast because of a large amount of uncertainty caused by the panorama regarding payment flows and revenue collections. She said it is possible Treasury could reach a point where it would be unable to pay the government's bills as soon as August when Congress is scheduled to be out 
Sports Summer Session. Yikes. So if the government doesn't pay their bills, do I have to pay mine? Fox Business. Despite lumber price plunge, high prices here to stay. Experts say home builders are not out of the woods just yet, despite lumber prices plunging off historic highs and into negative territory for the year. Random length lumber futures traded at CMA Group yesterday fell as much as 2.67% to 667 per thousand board foot. With the decline, they were down 60% from their all-time high of $1,686 on May 7th and 24% this year. The price drop came during what is typically a seasonally weak demand period for lumber as most orders have already been filled. Quote, while the recent drop in lumber prices is a positive development, the lumber crisis is far from over. End quote. This is Jerry Howard, CEO of National Association of Home Builders. Lumber prices had soared by as much as 316% from the start of 2020. As the panorama closed, supply chains caused supply chain bottlenecks and resulted in strong demand for building projects, including both home improvement and construction, as the ability to work from the cribbings led to the need for bigger houses. But Howard said most builders have been unable to take advantage of the lower prices as producers are still selling lumber that was purchased when prices were at record highs. Additionally, sawmill output continues to lag on demand. The high price for lumber has added as much as $36,000 to the cost of building a new cribbings, pushing prices beyond the reach for some buyers, which has weighed on home builder confidence. The NAHB Wells Fargo Housing Market Index last month fell to 81, its lowest since August 2020. Above 80, the index still signals strong demand in a housing market that is short of inventory. The housing market, which accounts for about 15% of economic activity, is a key barometer of the U.S. economy. Oh, Romy Rome, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell has used what is going on in the lumber market as an example of why the recent surge in inflation will be temporary. Romy Rome. Romy Rome. Rome Peasy. Y'all know who he is. Maybe you don't know him, but you know of him. Fox Business. Federal student loan rates jump nearly 1% in July going to push your you got you got federal student loans you might want to take take a take a gander take take a gander interest rates on federal student loans increased by more than two percentage points at the beginning of july jumping from 3.71 percent last school year to 3.73 percent federal loan rates are fixed and each year the loans have a new fixed rate resetting on the first of july Parents and students have several options available to them when determining how to pay for the school year ahead. The new rate is based on the yield of the 10-year Treasury note auction in May, a formula set by the United States Department of Education. This represents an increase of 2.05 percentage points from 2021 to 2022. 
According to the Department of Education, another 3.6 points were added for graduate student loans and 4.6 points for PLUS loans. There are several options available to student loan borrowers as interest rates rise, including scholarships and grants, federal student loans, and private student loans. What? Either way, and this also affects you if you're not going to school, but you're still paying on any unsubsidized student loans, y'all. Reuters.com, U.S. producer prices post biggest annual increase in more than 10 and a half Años. Años. This is suggesting inflation could remain high as robust demand fueled the economy's recovery. Reuters.com again. I don't know. They must have took off that that uh that limit, the article limit, because I got a couple of these from Reuters now. Double whammy for food buyers as freight costs spike. Amid high grain prices, rising costs to ship crops globally are adding to concerns about food inflation that are already at decade highs and hitting cost-sensitive consumers in import-dependent markets. The cost of bulk carriers that move grains and oil seeds from production hubs in the Americas and the Black Sea to key consumers have roughly doubled from the last year due to rising fuel costs, tighter vessel supply, and longer port turnaround times amid the panorama. This is according to grain shipping sources. Quote, freight cost has become a real challenge as it comes when we see huge increases in grain prices. This is Finn Zebel. Agribusiness economist at National Australia Bank in Melbourne, down under. Uh, down under, mate. Quote, for years, buyers enjoyed low grain and freight prices. I see no immediate end to high freight costs. End quote. The cost of moving grains from Australia to Southeast Asia has risen to $30 a ton up double from $15 a ton last year and to $55 over double from $25 from the U.S. Pacific Northwest to Asia. Ships carrying wheat from the Black Sea now cost around $65 a ton. That's up almost double from around last year, which was $35. Quote, is the cost of bunker fuel and the cost of bulk ships Lifting the prices of carrying grains, we also have the quarantine requirements slowing cargo movements. Now, seeing the increase of food prices, if you're not, who's buying your food, player? Reuters.com aging population to hit the United States economy like a ton of bricks, <laughs> U.S. Commerce Secretary says. Uh-oh. President Joe Biden does not yet have enough support from fellow Democrats to secure $400 billion in spending for at-home care for the elderly and disabled that the economy desperately needs, Commerce Secretary Gina, Gina Ramondo, Raimondo, Ramondo. She told Reuters this on Monday. Ramondo, who is paying for round-the-clock care for her own 90-year-old mother said America's aging demographics were going to hit the country, quote, like a ton of bricks. 
without increased federal aid and warned the current situation was untenable. Failure to act, she said in an interview, would harm the U.S. economy by making it difficult for women who fell out of the workforce by, by the millions during the panorama, often to look after out-of-school children or parents to return to work or remain in the workforce as post-World War II baby boomers become senior citizens there is a dangerous deficit of caregivers looming Biden officials and many experts say on aging currently 16.5% of the United States population which is 328 million people or 54 million are over the age of 65 the latest census show by 2030 that number will rise to 74 million the number of people over the age of 85 who generally need the most care is growing even faster. Biden in March proposed boosting Medicaid, the federal medical program for lower income Americans by $400 billion over a decade to fund at-home care for elderly, elderly, my bizzle, and disabled people and increasing wages for caregivers. He remains committed to that $400 billion figure. She said details on the pending reconciliation bill at Democrats' only budget measure that will include parts of Biden's spending plans not included in pardon bipartisan infrastructure bill were still being worked out. But not all Democrats are on board for the increased care spending, which is too bad. I'm going to move on. I got mad. Well, not mad, but several, several more articles. Reuters.com, United States CEO to worker pay ratio rose to 299 to 1 last year. The average S&P 500 chief executive made $15.5 million last year, 299 times the pay of the median worker and a higher ratio than in 2019, the top American labor union said today as the panorama drove layoffs while executive compensation grew. The ratio was 264 to 1 in 2019. Quote, working people bore the brunt of the panorama and its impact on the U.S. economy. And quote, this is Liz Schuler, Secretary Treasurer of the AFL-CIO, the largest U.S. Labor Federation in America. Its annual report is frequently cited as a measure of workforce inequality, while many companies reduce salary and bonus payments to executives as they eliminated jobs during the panorama. Those cuts were more than offset by gains in equity compensation, Schuler said on a conference call with journalists accompanying the report's release, the result was the increase of 712720 dollars in the average S&P 500 CEO's compensation, which stood at fifteen and a half million last year. The union said that was 299 times the average of what they reported in securities filings as pay for the median. Worker Among all U.S. workers, the average production and non-supervisory worker earned $43,512 in 2020, according to the United States Labor Department. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, yeah, pay ratios between CEOs and workers were lower in more heavily unionized industries. Among utilities, the average pay ratio was 97 to 1, but stood at 741 among consumer discretionary companies, for example. Mm. 
tired of the CEOs making 299 times what you make? You should probably start your own business. Full-time minimum wage workers can't afford rent anywhere in the United States, according to a new report. This is CNBC. People working minimum wage jobs full-time cannot afford a two-bedroom apartment in any state in the country. The National Low-Income Housing Coalition's annual out-of-reach report finds in 93% of U.S. counties, the same workers can't afford a modest one-bedroom. The report defines affordability as the hourly wage a full-time worker must earn to spend no more than 30% of their income on rent, in line with what most budgeting experts recommend. This year, workers would need to earn $24.90 per hour for a two-bedroom home and $20.40 per hour for a one-bedroom rental. That's an increase from $23.96 and $19.56, respectively, from last year. The average hourly worker currently earns $18.78 per hour, the report finds, more than $6 short of the wage needed to afford a two-bedroom rental. Given each state and Localities minimum wage, the, the report finds that the average minimum worker in, I'm sorry, average minimum wage worker in the United States would need to work nearly 97 hours per week to afford the average two-bedroom home. That's more than two full-time jobs. The panorama exacerbated housing issues with low-wage workers facing the brunt of job loss. They were also more likely con- to contract the disease. Additionally, the report finds that so-called black and so-called Latino workers are more likely to spend more of their income on rent as they make less on average than so-called white workers. Over 40% of so-called black and so-called Latino households spend more than 30% of their rent on income. I'm sorry, 30% of their income on rent compared to 25% of so-called White households. Uh, it's a uh, sad news. CNBC Democratic lawmakers call for the permanent expansion of the three thousand dollar child tax credit on the eve of the first advance payment of the new enhanced child. Wow! Wow! Child tax credit or CTC, a group of Democratic lawmakers is once again calling for the expansion to be made permanent. We're going to see universal basic income, y'all. I'm telling y'all. It's just it's going to start slow. I think this is part of it. The CTC was expanded as part of the American Rescue Plan passed earlier this year. It increases the standard credit to $3,600 per year for children under 6 and to $3,000 for children 6 to 17 for 2021 with half of the payment amount paid out monthly starting Thursday, July 15th. And um, if my calculation is correct, Thursday, July 15th is tomorrow. The group, which includes Senators Michael Bennett, Sherrod Brown, ball-headed Booker, my bad, Cory Booker, and U.S. Representatives Rosa DeLauro. Suzanne Delbane, Richie Torres, 
said during a press conference today, it's their goal to make the expansion permanent so parents know they can rely on the money each and every month. CNBC gold jumps as Romy Peasy plays down Fed taper talk. Gold jumped today after the United States Federal Reserve chair, chair Romy Rome, reassured investors that the central bank would continue its accommodative monetary policy despite a recent spike in inflation readings. Powell, in prepared remarks before congressional hearings, said the United States job market is still a ways off from the progress the Fed wants to see before reducing its support for the economy, while current high inflation will ease in the coming months. Quote, it really cements the belief that despite this hotter inflation data, the Fed still remains on course to be fairly accommodative. End quote. This is Edward Moya, senior market analyst at Oanda or OANDA. Powell's comments come after data showed U.S. consumer price index and U.S. producer prices surging last month. Investors also cheered comments by European Central Bank officials that the central bank would not tighten too early. Quote, you're going to see more dovish signals from the European Central Bank and the People's Bank of China, which should provide some support to the dollar, but this is still good news for the stimulus trade and that it's going to be very positive for gold. End quote. HSBC said in a note that while it expects platinum to be in small surplus this year, prices would remain firm largely in response to rising auto mobile demand. The bank expects the precious metal to average 16, nope, my bad, $1,160 an ounce this year. Silver also rose and it's doing its dance. Um, kind of a break from the usual current events, but CNN weather. These cities have the worst urban heat where temperatures can spike 15 to 20 degrees in a matter in a matter of blocks. 20 cities. Researchers at Climate Central, an organization that focuses on the impacts of climate crisis, analyzed urban heat island factors in 158 cities in the United States and ranked the top 20 for the worst urban heat. Is your city on this list? Number one, New Orleans. Number two, Newark, Brick City. Number three, New York City. Number four, H-Town, Houston. Number five, Bay Area, San Francisco. Number six, Boston. The Boston. Number seven, Chirac, Chi-Town, Chicago. Number eight, Miami. Bienvenidos. Miami. Miami, Florida. Number nine, Baltimore. Baltimore, Mills. Number 10, Providence. Rhode Island, number 11, back to the Bay Area, Sacktown, Sacramento, number 12, Salinas, California, number 13, Burlington, Vermont, 14, Bend, Oregon, 15, Cleveland, 16, Detroit, 17, Erie, Pennsylvania, 18, Fresno, California, 19, Lafayette, Louisiana, 20, McAllen, Texas, Yipes, Fox Business, Walmart's new Artificial intelligence predicts grocery substitutes for shoppers. You got some AI at your Walmart. Big box retailer Walmart is using artificial intelligence to aid customers and personal shoppers and better handle still surging online demand for groceries. 
Amid the panorama in a blog post Thursday, Srini Srini Vekatasan, Walmart's global tech executive vice president, noted that as Americans increasingly turned to the Internet to shop for essentials, stores like Walmart were presented with a unique challenge. The alternate shopping method combined with the volume of in-store shoppers, especially in the months of March and April, resulted in popular items quickly selling out. Last July, Walmart Corporate Affairs said the company had hired more than 400,000 new associates to mitigate the sudden customer rush on essentials as lockdowns spread across the United States. Quote, Walmart's solution was to use artificial intelligence to help both customers and personal shoppers choose the best substitute for an out-of-stock item. An illustrated video included in the blog post shows a Walmart personal shopper who needs to make a substitution for an online order. Deciding what's closest to the item they had initially selected is a complex and highly personal process with nearly 100 different factors into making that decision. In addition, he said that wrong choices can negatively affect customer satisfaction and increase cost and the manual process are difficult and time-consuming. The technology solution to this problem uses deep learning, artificial intelligence, to consider the hundreds of variables in real time, including size, type, brand, price, aggregate shopper data, individual customer preference, and uh, current inventory. What? So, now here comes the robots. CNN Business. There could be a digital euro by the middle of the decade. The middle of the decade would be in less than four years. European Central Bank is moving ahead with efforts to create a digital version version of the euro as the use of cash declines and China ramps up tests of its own e-yuan. The Central Bank announced a two-year investigation today that will examine key issues regarding design and distribution of a digital euro and analyze the potential market impact. The final decision on whether to roll out a digital euro would come later. So it's not it's not just the United States. CNN, CNBC, how the IRS is trying to nail crypto tax dodgers. For years, cryptocurrency holdings of United States taxpayers have existed in a sort of reporting gray zone but now those crypto wallets are getting a whole lot of attention from the Internal Revenue Service and President Biden, who appeared determined to crack down on tax cheats. Timing makes sense. The president needs to raise money relatively quickly for his own ambitious economic agenda. And the, quote, tax gap, end quote, which is the difference between taxes paid and taxes owed, is a big, big pool of cash ripe for the picking, IRS Chief Charles Reddick says the country is losing about a trillion dollars every year in unpaid taxes, and he credits this growing tax gap, at least in part, to the rise of the crypto market. The federal government is so convinced of the potential for income from back due taxes that the White House wants to give the IRS an extra $80 billion and new powers to crack down on tax dodgers, including those parking their cash in the crypto Quote, the IRS is in the business of collecting revenue. End quote. This is Shihan Chandrasekhar, CPA and head tax strategy of Cointracker, a crypto tax software company who went on to say historically, if they spend $1 for any type of enforcement activity, 
they make $5. I think crypto enforcement activities are even higher than that. So some of y'all noticed that on the 1040 for 2020, there is a box, yes or no, to check for the question of at any time during 2020, did you receive, sell, send, exchange, or otherwise acquire any financial interest in virtual currency? It's on the individual 1040. Here they come. The IRS treats virtual currencies like Bitcoin as property, meaning that it is taxed in a manner similar to stocks or real property. If you buy one, one Bitcoin for $10,000, sell it for $50,000, you face forty five. I'm $40,000 of taxable gains. While this concept is relatively simple, it isn't always clear what constitutes a taxable event. So they're coming for your crypto, y'all. They're tracking your wallets. And last but not least, BBC News, the flying car completes test flight between airports. The hybrid car aircraft, air car, is equipped with a BMW engine and runs on regular gasoline. Its creator said it could fly about 600 miles at a height of 8,200 feet and had clocked up 40 hours in the air so far. It takes 2 minutes and 15 seconds to transform from car into aircraft. The narrow wings fold down along the sides of the car. Professor Klein drove it straight off the runway and into town upon arrival, watched by invited reporters. He described the experience early on Monday morning as normal and very pleasant. In the air, the vehicle reached a cruising speed of about 120-something miles. It can carry two people with combined weight limit of 200 kilograms. But unlike drone taxi prototypes, it cannot take off and land vertically and requires a runway. There are high expectations for the nascent market in flying cars, which has long been heralded in popular culture as visionary landmark of the future. Here come the flying cars, y'all. That's it for current events. My eyes, my eyes, they're burning, y'all, looking at that screen. Oh, let's get into the show. Woo! So, key word was inflation. I, I trust every time you heard the word, you sang along. You sang a song, song, sang. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm in a great mood. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry I'm in a great mood. And you should be in a good mood because today's episode is entitled The Secret of the Private. And I ain't talking I ain't talking about that private. I'm not talking about your privates. I'm talking about the private. Get your mind out of the gutter. What's the matter you? What's the matter you? So, hey, shh. shh. You want to know a secret? Huh? Be quiet. Don't tell anyone. I wax poetic, uh, you know, with regards to public versus private. You know, I and y'all, y'all can just assume that you know the secret is is going to be in some way, shape, or form predicated on trust. And if that was your assumption, you would be correct. Correct, the mundo. 
But I want to I want to just put it in very very simple terms. What is this secret? So, Mr. L, what is the secret? The secret of the private to me is very simple. It can, it can become complicated and convoluted for some of those that are not familiar <clears throat> with, you know, a, the specific type of trust that is familiar to those of us who are either in trustee training here at the foundation or have had some sort of mentorship or have done specific, you know, investigation with regards to, you know, this secret. What is the secret? The secret is a secret. I'm just playing with y'all. You know what? I don't know what the secret is. I'm just playing with y'all. I know what the secret is. Uh, bottom line, if we're getting into this, we need to understand a, a few things, you know, and, and I'm going to get to the secret. I'm going to get to the secret. I start throwing stuff at me. What's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with you? The secret is complex. It's a complex secret. You, you, you like that? Uh, a trust is treated as a separate entity for the purposes of taxation. Um, this is true for the type of trust we deal with. When you're dealing with a uh, statutory trust, most statutory trust, irrevocable trust, those grantor type trusts, that is not the case. So you would need to know the specific secret and I'm, I'm about to I'm about to share I'm gonna share it with you I'm gonna, you know hey I'm not gonna leave you hanging as long as you know keep your mind out the gutter keep your mind out the gutter the secret of the private not the private although it is really more of a contractual relationship between parties in some ways it is treated As a very separate and distinct entity, apart from its trustees, apart from the grantor, and apart from the beneficiaries, since most of the more useful trusts are of a type called, remember I said the secret is complex? It is, it is, it's definitely complex. The most of the more useful trusts are of the type called complex. It, it doesn't really matter at this point to tell you how simple trust, trusts are taxed. I probably heard me say this before. If this is your first time checking out the show, peace. Thank you. Welcome. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're. But if not, if not, you've heard me say, there are over 80 different types of trusts. The IRS recognizes three types of trust. It would serve no purpose for me to describe the simple trust, which is one of the types of trust the IRS recognizes. The other type is a grantor trust. Think of an irrevocable, I mean, a revocable trust. 
a living trust, an inter vivos trust, as it were. The third type of trust that the IRS recognizes outside of grantor and simple trusts is complex trust. A complex trust is a trust where trustees have discretion whether to disperse or accumulate the income or corpus of the trust. A complex trust can disperse 100% of its taxable income to its beneficiaries and therefore if it disperses 100% of its taxable income it will owe no tax. A complex trust can also donate 100% of its taxable income to a charity and receive a charitable deduction on its return. Takes you know, donates the money, takes the deduction, owes no taxes, but has that charitable deduction. It is the only type of entity that can do that. It's the only entity that can donate 100% of its taxable liability or taxable income to a charity. And an individual can only donate 50% of his taxable income to a public charity or 50% specifically of its adjusted gross income. I am not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney. I'm not giving you legal advice. I used to say that all the time. Now I just assume you know, but I, there, I said it. I said it. What? I'm not, I, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. I have no interest in being a lawyer. People tell me all the time, you should be a lawyer. Why? And they just start stuttering. Uh, 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 w- 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 why not? They make a lot of money. And I, you know, I give people, I give them the, the, the I give them the, the, the dirty eye, the, the dead leg, the bootleg, the shifty gaze. Because personally, um, you know, an attorney is, is uh, you know what? Let's not get into that. Let's stay on topic, right? Shall we? Surely. As I was saying, an individual can only donate. 10, I'm sorry, 50% of their adjusted gross income to a public charity, such as, you know, the Red Cross, something of that nature. An individual can only donate 30% of their adjusted gross income to a private charity, which would <coughs> be a <coughs> family foundation, <coughs> private <coughs> family foundation. <coughs> Oh, sorry about that. I had inflation in my throat. It's gone now. A business can only donate 10% of its adjusted gross income to any charity, public or private. The only entity that can donate 100% of its adjusted gross income or taxable income to a charity and receive a charitable deduction is a complex trust. Distribution to beneficiaries, disbursements or distributions to beneficiaries are deductible to the trust. Now, I must tell you, this distribution or disbursement may be taxable 
as income to the beneficiaries. The distribution has the same character in the hands of the beneficiaries it does in the hands of the trust. So, if a capital gain is passed through, the beneficiary pays tax on the income realized by the sale of the capital assets rather than ordinary income tax. Um, specifically, we may be talking about a business trust. Of course. When the, um, uh, you know, lesson, when the, when the trustees, when the board holds back money from the beneficiaries and accumulates it in the trust, then distributes it later, the throwback rules will apply and the final tax result will be just as if the trustee had distributed the money to the beneficiaries when he first could have. Think about that. Think about it. It may be new to you, and that's cool. That's absolutely cool. You also must understand this specific type of trust, which the IRS recognizes as a complex trust, is private. And is designed to be private <clears throat> to ensure that privacy, the trustees or the board must not release information about the trust or the trust records to anyone without express unanimous approval of all the trustees or the board of trustees in accordance with the trust indenture. When there is a delay in holding a regular meeting of the Board of Trustees, there is a delay in giving permission for the release of information. That cannot be avoided, however, because this is a very important part of the trust and cannot be violated by the trustees. Should a bank, title, company, or any other third party ask a trustee to expose the records of the trust, the first thing the trustee should say is I'm sorry the records are confidential if you would be kind enough to submit a request in writing it will be brought before the board of trustees for approval at the next regular meeting no records can be released from the trust without the approval of the board of trustees If you are dealing with any government agency, it is best to say nothing. Instead, politely indicate that you will talk to your attorney and will get back to them. Say nothing more. In your haste to cooperate, you may say something that is not entirely accurate, which could be used against you in a court of law. The law is very complicated and you should not try to explain anything to a government agency without the assistance of an attorney. It is always best to allow your attorney and or the accountant to review the records and act on the behalf of the trust or you with regards to government agencies so all information can be presented in a clear and precise manner that is most advantageous for you and the trust under the law. The trust indenture obligates you to not release any information without the approval of all the trustees or 
the Board of Trustees. The Board. The secret of the private. What is the secret? The secret is that the IRS only recognizes three types of trust. You got to do a lot of reading to get to that secret. Most times, you got to do a lot of more study and reading to recognize that a trust is a contract. Even more extensive reading to understand and realize that a contract makes the law. Then you got to go to that old fogey document and read it. It's called the Constitution. You know, only nerds and old people care about it, right? And note that in Article 1, Section 10, you realize that contracts are protected from laws impairing them. And that protection is constitutional protection. That's the secret. That's the secret. There you go. It's pretty simple, right? You got about a minute and a half left in the broadcast. If you're checking out the show online, call in right now. 563-999-3625. Once again, 563-999-3625. Otherwise, you will be disconnected. There will be a disconnection. She will say, thank you for using Block Talk Radio. Goodbye. That's how she says it. She has a British accent. And I do believe she is artificial intelligence. I wonder how many people understand this secret. It's a well-kept secret or secrets. This is what I describe as 1% information people think of the 1% and they think of money well you should probably think of knowledge first and then you can think of money but it's completely up to you how you you know how you determine what is and what is not 1% completely up to you I I have no control over the way that you think over the things that you do the things that you say the things that you value the things that you don't say and the things that you don't do and the things that you don't value But I can tell you the understanding and the taking of action, the implementation of this type of information will change your life. That's a secret. It may be a secret, you know, to achieve a different result, you must do some things differently most people just say oh if you don't first succeed try try again but you'll never or hardly ever hear if you don't at first succeed try try again but in different ways that would put it in perspective what is the secret the trust is the trust that we deal with IRS recognizes as complex if there's any issue you declare 
under penalty of perjury that it is a contract executed according to the common law right to contract and does not come in any state authority and that there is supreme court legislation supreme court specifically case law that deals with this type of distinct and separate entity I know I know it's hard to it's hard to grasp it's hard to grasp if I told you there was flying cars being tested right now with BMW engines you might not believe me but if I sent you the article and you clicked on the video and watched it you know seeing is believing in most situations you're not going to see any no one due to the privacy of these types of structures no one is going to allow you to lay eyes and ears on their private structures and private administration any trustee that is administering any private estate or any private trust is not going to tell you very much at all. Why? Not because they're hating or because they don't like you, because they are under non-disclosure. They signed a non-disclosure contract. Not only can they be removed from the board of trustees, they will also lose their compensation. They will lose the benefits of trusteeship. In a lot of cases, they're going to lose their salaries. It's the equivalent of losing your job. It's the equivalent of getting fired. And that's why in trustee training, you know, a lot of trustees will ask me personal questions, personal estate questions. And I'll say every estate is different. But in my experience, and then I'll give them an answer. I'm not going to tell anyone specifically anything regarding the specific administration of my family's private estate but I will speak in generals with regards to answering the question and trust that they pick up what I'm putting down but there it is that's the secret that was pretty simple huh was that bad did it hurt I hope it didn't hurt I hope you enjoyed, you know, learning this secret. You know, everybody wants to shh, shh. You want no secret? Huh? Can I tell you a secret? You know, that perks up everybody's ears. Huh? What, what do you mean secret? Huh? Tell me. Tell me. Can you keep a secret? Well, you don't necessarily have to keep this secret. But I will tell you this. Substitute the word secret with the word private. private these types of trusts are private the administration of these trusts the other trustees the names of the beneficiaries the names of any investors if it's a business trust the specific business of the trust the, the way that the trust obtains its income or assets how the assets are managed all of these things are private 
the biggest secret trust is a contract these trusts they're contracts they're contracts there's a large difference exponential difference between a trust agreement and a trust contract shh, you want no secret hey shh, shh. hush your mouth you want no secret contract makes the law contracts are protected from laws impairing them by the constitution they a trust agreement that owes its existence to state legislation is not constitutionally protected it's a legislative entity it is statutory in nature and not juristic in nature think about it and when I say in nature I don't mean like in nature you know plants and trees and and, and, and conifers I mean in the nature of the entity itself in the nature of the structure But there it is. I'm going to take a phone call or two, you know, and then we're going to mosey. We're going to go midget. We're going to get little. We're out of here. But, you know, that's me trusting that you picked up what I'm putting down. You know, I'm trying to speak colloquially. I'm, you know, speaking in everyday parlance so that this can be picked up by those who do not have a refined understanding and instruction with regards to these types of structures in these types of administration. So with that being said, let me check out this first caller. Caller 915 area code 0068 915-0068 peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's good with you, so? This brother oh. Hyro. What's up, fam? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's just good to be on the airwaves. You know, I had to change up a few things. But I know you know who I am. Yeah, I recognize I recognize the voice, the vibration, yes, the vocal cords, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> man, look, foundation's been a blessing, so you know, sometimes you grow and that's the name. You know. But uh I heard you had some inflation in your throat. You know, might want to drink that ginger tea, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, uh, some inflation, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's the ginger, ginger tea I need to drink. No? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. Just drop a little knowledge just in case anybody has some inflation problems. You know, that ginger tea gets it right. No, I was I was no, cracking no, a joke. No. Hey man, it was real though, cause you know how 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 we see the inflation goes up, it it, it don't look like it's coming down, to say the least. Ah, exactly. I don't see it. I don't, not especially not anytime soon, if ever, at all. Yeah, that that part. But when you said knowledge first equals money. Man, that means everything. And at the end of the day, when you understand that, the money you make is different. So to me, that was the way equal wealth. And I just want to thank the foundation for that. Yes, knowledge is key. That's, that's a secret right there. Yes, sir. 
I'm glad you picked up on that. Man, look, I'm just trying to, you know, uh, break it down for who's trying to hear the sound. Put it like that. But uh, what you think about them bookkeep, uh, them bookkeeping maneuvers? Man, they, you know, I think uh, I think it's some phantasmagoria type dance, you know. Hey, man, it's crazy how you read the news and they telling you that somebody telling them or the IRS, hey, man, you might want to use them bookkeeping maneuvers. You might want to <laughs> get the Barry Sanders on, you know, get busy with it. It's just crazy. And then, you know, Hey, and what you call it? Do your dance. Do your dance. Hey man, no correlation. Don't worry about that. No correlation. Mm-mm. There's all types of maneuvers. Man, look here. Great maneuvers. Great, great maneuvers. You know what else I was going on? Oh well, the wholesale prices. You know, when you when you talked about the wholesale prices, it made me think. And this is a secret, you know, I'm gonna let it out. I'm gonna get in trouble, be all right. But uh we think about it differently. I mean like when you say wholesale prices, we care. But it's a secret how we care, I think. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at wholesale prices differently than I did before I had the knowledge. That's the secret. It's an adjustment, but I promise it don't mean the same. Before I knew the knowledge, and that's to everybody listening. So you can go and work, research that, and work on that. But at the end of the day, it, it just depends on whose side you on. I like to say. Yes. I mean, I would agree one hundred percent with that. There's a. There's a misconception that has been trans—I would say—transplanted into most of our minds that a mm. a like a measure a measure of success is that we can afford others to do things for us. Man. Whereas, wow. in my opinion, a measure of success is when you have the knowledge the wealth of knowledge to do most things for yourself and for your family. Thank you, man. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. But um, pushing forward, man, hey, you know, it's crazy how the housing market is building up like, like you went over. And uh, the cost of building a home high, but Secret to that is it's still a good time to invest in the housing market. I want to mention that. I mean, do your due diligence. I believe that the outcome of a productive um, property is more powerful now than ever. That's all that's really being said. Yeah. Yeah, there's and, uh, some, uh, there's some, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, you, 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 you the guest, oh, brother, go ahead. Well, 
<laughs> well, I know, I know you know that. That's kind of small talk, but I wanted to know your your opinion about them flying cars. I like. I don't know. I was thinking that you was gonna say it was a joke, but I mean, are we can invest in flying cars. I mean, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. They they need runways, but you know, successful flight of the flying car between airports. Dude landed and drove away. Look it up. So do, do a search. Figure some I mean, things out. They might have laws, but you could ride down Fish Street and take off, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you talk about sun. That's a new level. <laughs> new level. Okay. And the, well. Then the wings fold in against the body, so you just you know as soon as you land, jump jump out and fold the wings in. They said it takes less than two minutes to convert it back to you know regular regular whip. Just rock, drive off. Play dumb, like, huh? What? No, nah, no, nah, I've been flown today. <laughs> That's not gonna work though, because they're gonna have chips in there. And I feel like you know the um, That's crazy. Tesla that. is most known for is that uh. The auto, you know, autopilot or whatever. But the Tesla, oh, yeah. you, can, you can in the whip. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be heavily predicated upon, you know, some type of artificial intelligence that, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say takes away the whole flying experience, but it, it you know, heavily monitors and you know, does a bunch yeah. of correction it's and stuff. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be for the for the ultra wealthy, like people, regular people ain't gonna be able to afford that stuff. Hey man, look. I don't know. I'ma just pay attention like we all doing. But you know, it's rough enough pulling out my driver's license. I ain't trying to put out my driver's license and my pilot license. I don't know how that's gonna work. But I think I'ma just hold it down right here and keep it moving. Yeah, that might be the move. We say, well, I, you know, I see companies like as as. In the same vein as Uber and Lyft, uh, you know, you'll be able to call. Uh, you know, hey, let me get a, let me get one of them Uber, Lyft, and Flight. That's gonna probably <laughs> be the other app, Flight. Pull out your Flight app. That's you know, they'll come land on the street, pick you up, take off, bring you wherever you want to go. Man, look here. I think it. What did you say? Like it could do, I can't remember if it was four hundred or six hundred miles. I think it was four hundred miles. Fly four hundred miles. I'm gonna retake that. One what flights? <laughs> Man, yeah. And you said it was on like regular fuel, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, it's a BMW engine. With a BMW hey, engine, yeah. I never stop learning. I got more research to do. But before I go, I'm going to say this, man. Thanks to the foundation, you know, John Bryant Jr. the third, my grandfather who paid away for my in-depth research and the way I see things. His name is going to live forever. Forever, ever. Due to the foundation and how we have proceeded to do things. And uh, all I want to do is say thank you. And uh, hey man, I, I advise all the listeners, whoever listening, stay tuned. High frequency, bring the truth. 
I'm selfish every week. But, uh, man, so you hold it down, man. You keep doing what you do. Being a light. Oh, yeah, we don't, we don't plan on changing anytime soon. You know, we holding it down the foundation, man. Appreciate you calling in, brother. Good to hear from you again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I roll in full effect. You see me more, see me more, and all that. But peace to the God. Damn, peace to the God. Thanks for calling in. What is it? Uh, we got one, two, three. Yep, I'm just going, yep, I know, I know. But um, I'm just... That's a wrap. I'm gonna end the show. It was a good show. I feel. I, I trust that you feel the same. I, I see. I see hands up. You know, we got other callers and stuff. And no, no offense. It's not like I'm, I'm ducking you or ignoring you. I acknowledge y'all. But now it's time to say goodbye, or you know, at the least, you know, see you next time, next week. So, I appreciate y'all checking out the show as I always do. Yeah, you trust that y'all in a good mood as I am. <laughs> you know, hey, life is life is life is great. Life is luxurious if you say so. It's that first law, mentalism. Everything exists in the mind first. It comes from your mind and manifests in this physical plane of existence. So if your mind is luxurious and in a good mood, then your body will be luxurious in a good mood and so will your surroundings will will your surroundings will it to be you can do anything you want to do as long as you have the consistency the dedication the drive and the will to see it through to get past those tough you know tests the barriers the seemingly unsurmountable or insurmountable odds and walls that may come into sight on your journey to what you want. I can't tell you how to do that dance. My thing is not to be concerned too much on what you do or how much you make. My thing is to have a significant effect on what you keep and what you pass to your heirs legally through proper structures protecting your assets because anything that you own can be taxed to you or, or litigated away from you and it's time to advance our understandings our knowledge and to begin to perpetuate this multi-generational wealth it's, it's, it's a fact that there has been a deliberate attack on the average family's wealth in so much as each generation pretty much must start over from scratch when it comes to wealth. 
I've made it the mission of mine personally by accepting the trusteeship, signing on to the trust of the foundation to, you know, significantly affect that positively, to counterbalance in the ways that I can. And it's, it's not that I need to jump on high frequency every Wednesday and do a show. It's, it's what y'all need. But, you know, of course, I could talk about credit and discharge and stuff and be much more popular, but that's not my intention. It's not what I value. What I value is being a significant force, a significant factor. And not only the, the understanding, but also the adoption of this specific information for the benefit of you as well as your family. And when I say family, I don't mean just your immediate family. I mean your heirs, successors, your progeny. Great, 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 great grandchildren. So with that being said, I invite you to check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Sign up for the email list. As well as, you know... Check out the education tab. Check out those offerings. Snatch them up. Make investments in your private education. You have to think of it in that manner. And I'm going to share with you with one of my mentors shared with me. What he did was he told me to open my hand. He pulled out his uh, he pulled out money out of his pocket. It wasn't a wallet. Pulled money out of his pocket. Took out a hundred dollar bill. Put it in my hand. Told me to hold this. And I closed my fist around a hundred dollar bill. And then he took out other $100 bills and tried to put it in my hand, but it fell on the floor because my hand was closed. And he said, that's your problem. That's why you don't have more money. Because you're so intent on holding on to the money that you have or that you think you have, you do not make space for the money that you don't have yet. And I looked down on the floor and there was $400 on the floor and only $100 in my hand. Let that be a lesson to you as it was a lesson to me. You must invest. You must. You invest in relationships. You invest time working at the business so there can be return in the form of wages at your two-week check. You must invest in your private education. You must learn and work on your financial education, your private education, so that you can achieve something that you have not yet. In order to achieve, to go somewhere different, you must do some things differently. Period. It's there's no getting around it. Zero. So, if you're not actively investing, if you're not m- making that currency work for you, you will always work for it. Think about that. 
And that's that's what I'm going to leave y'all with. Y'all that hung out for the entire episode. I'm going to leave y'all with that. I appreciate you. I respect y'all. I love y'all. I want what's best for y'all. And, and do what I can to inspire y'all to do something different so you can receive something different. You must grind how most will not so that you can live how most cannot. Believe, begin, become. And if you're at all interested in a consultation, you can book a consultation at welcometothefoundation.com. You can email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. If you would like to join trustee training, I invite you to email me at admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Because you cannot get trustee training from the website. We must exchange energy. And the first energy we exchange is through means of communication, communication energy. I need to check your vibe because trustee training is not for everyone. But with that being said, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I respect y'all. I want the best for y'all. And I say that with all of my heart, mind, and soul. Like, I'm serious. I live in a world of abundance. We can all get it. You you getting it does not take away from me getting it. And me getting it does not take away from you getting it. We can all do this dance. So with that being said, y'all enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Take care of your friends that deserve it. Value yourself. You are worth it. You are valuable. Y'all have a great week. And I'll catch y'all next week. Wait. Next week may be an uploaded show. So what I'm saying is it's more than likely not going to be live. I might pre-record it because I'm going to be out of town closing on the property for the estate on behalf of the estate but still I'll catch y'all next time here on the same frequency the hottest radio network on the planet that's high frequency radio network I'm your host So L that seeker of truth L speaker of truth L and I will catch you next time here on the foundation as I said enjoy yourself Take care of yourself. Say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight. Every night, it's important. And y'all have a great week. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio. <laughs>